0: Hey, good to see you here. You are currently listening to Inspire Church Metro Manila. We are one church in multiple locations, and we exist to inspire people to fulfill their God-given potential. We are so glad that you're tuning in right now. Welcome home. Learn more about us by visiting inspiremetro.live. Lean in and enjoy inspired church is so amazing to have you here today i want you to get excited man i'm ready for the message it's an amazing time to stream this this worship experience straight into your living room into your bedroom i'm excited also to have princess on the keys come on now i love it i love the inspire blue in her hair trademark come on now But it is so good to have you. I want to encourage you. Listen to me. Listen to me. It's not by coincidence. It's not by accident. You're here. So this is what we got to do. Come on now. This is what we got to do. I need you to maximize this moment. I need you to lean in. I need you to expect. I need you to anticipate. I need you to be ready for what God wants to do today. I need you to to minimize distractions. Put the children in the closet. No, just kidding. Right? Do what you got to do close the windows whatever I want you to spend this moment with God to realize that God has something for you see Romans ten seventeen says so faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ and so I'm ready to preach the word and when the word is preached faith rises up so if you need faith get ready for the word of God can I get an amen and so today I want to speak to a specific group of people. Uh, I'm speaking to a specific group of people that I'm part of. Come on now, right? This is the group that I want to talk about. I want to talk to, you ready? I want to talk to ordinary people. Come on now. Is there any ordinary people like John Legend says? Come on. Is there a, I'm going to sing it right now. I feel it. I feel the John Legend anointing. Is that his name? John Legend? Huh? You know that song? ordinary people yeah our worship director's like no i only listen to christian music is that by bethel <laughs> but i want to talk to the ordinary people to us who we don't think we're we're special we don't have that many opportunities right like you look at other people and you're like man they got an anointing they got some mercy they got some grace they got some favor they got all of these things but when I look at myself there's nothing really exciting happening is there any ordinary people out there right now come on in the chat if you're there right now and you're saying man I just do my ordinary 24 7 I just do my ordinary job I got my ordinary family my life is not that exciting I want to talk to you. Come on now anybody here. I want to talk to the people that look over the fence and whenever you look over the fence it always looks greener on the other side and you're like man what do they do? Why is God helping them? What about me? I want to see the ordinary people because the problem with the ordinary mindset is this unfortunately because I'm part of the ordinary people. I'm part of the ordinary group and sometimes I catch myself when I think man I'm just ordinary I miss out the extraordinary things God wants to do and so if you're here and you're saying I don't got the opportunities I don't got the connections I don't got the experiences I don't have this I don't have that I want you to know that God still wants to do extraordinary things in you come on now I'm not asking yourself to change be ordinary keep being you but don't miss what god wants to do through you there's some potential he wants to release there's some potential he wants out of you and it's time for us to say hey look i'm ordinary but that does not mean that my extraordinary god will not release something in me will not use me god is still for me can i get an amen and so the title of this message, if you're taking notes, the title of this message is Don't Waste Your Ordinary. Come on now. Don't waste your ordinary. Type it in the chat. Don't waste your ordinary. I love it. I love it. Hey, listen to me, ordinary people. Don't waste your ordinary. Come on, pray with me. Lord, I thank you so much. Lord God, I will pray for, for us who feel just ordinary. That sometimes we feel like, what am I going to accomplish sometimes we feel like what opportunities do I have sometimes we feel like man I feel stuck in my nine to five Lord God I pray right now that you will help us see that you have greater things Lord God not more things per se but help us to see that there are greater impact in what we are already doing Lord God Lord, I pray right now for a miracle. I pray, Father God, for people to encounter your presence today. Lord, I pray right now, Lord, that there will be people at the end of this message that they will feel as depression has left, that the burden has lightened, that there is healing in their body. And Lord God, I pray that you help me to preach. Help us to listen. Lord, I love you. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' mighty name, we all say amen and amen ordinary people don't waste your ordinary come on now i'm so excited i'm excited i'm glad you guys are here my name is nolan location pastor here in inspire church metro manila it is a beautiful sunday i want to talk to some ordinary people but i know some of us here who are ordinary how many of you guys here play chess anybody here play chess anybody yeah 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 play chess i love it i love it i love it see i'm gonna be honest i'm not a chess type of player like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a chess type of player. To me, it's kind of complicated, right? Pardon of you're like, no, no. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're just, I know. <laughs> right? No, I'm, like, I'm, like, I have fun with Connect Four. Here, play. Connect Four is easy. One, two, three, four. If it's four in a row, panalo ka na, right? You won, right? But chess is different cuz chess you got a strategy you got to think of past moves present circumstances future outcomes come on now right like like the chess master you've seen it you've seen your titos in front of the sari-sari store right right they're just out there in their sando and and they're just looking at it like the meaning of life is there and and, and they're looking at it so intently there and they're holding their chin right and and, right and then they slowly when something moves it's like it it is like communication through the the brain with mm, mm, right right it 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 is meticulous it is it is it is thought provoking they're they're thinking it through and I remember playing one time I'm not really a chess guy but I try right And, and, and I didn't know I thought the game is simple I thought the game is just you know what kill the king right like kill everybody you can did you, did you is that how you, is that is that the term kill them I don't know I don't know but right kill, kill the king right and so I, I started doing my thing right I'm gonna take out I'm gonna take out the powerful people right i'll take out the bishop i'm gonna take out the knight the rook you got nothing oh the queen oh the queen on the side of the king more more moves than the the king himself right i'm gonna take you out queen right and i remember playing and not knowing that this guy was a was toying with me he was toying with me right and so now i i got some of the powerful pieces on his side taken out and he only got a few pawns left oh the little pawn how cute right (laughs) And the king running around every time i do this, ay takbo, i go here, ay takbo, right? And I didn't know what was happening because now he's moving his pawns forward. And I'm like, how cute, the pawn trying to move forward, maliit lang ako, pero go, go, go pa, right? Like, and what happens is this, if you're not familiar with chess, what happens is this, if a pawn something so insignificant something that could only move if something is right in front of them right next to them se. what happens is once a pawn gets to the other side of the board i didn't know this but all of a sudden that pawn can transform yeah. right yeah. that pawn turns into something powerful they could they could choose to become what they want to be right like they could choose to become a rook or a bishop or, or a queen or, or, or whatever. And I need to talk to some people here who think they're just pawns. I need to talk to some people who say, well, I'm not a queen. I'm not a bishop. I'm not a knight. I'm not a rook. I don't have that much movement. I don't have that much opportunity. I can't do what they do. I just do one step forward, one step forward. I say, That's all I've got. I've only got a nine-to-five, so that's what I do. I only, I'm only a housewife, that's what I do. That's hard work, by the way. I'm only this, that's what I do. Can I tell you that the pawn, as long as you move forward, you begin to release your God-given potential when you get to the other side. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Don't waste your ordinary just because it looks like you're not doing anything significant i'm telling you there is a point where boom something transforms i need you do not waste your ordinary somebody in the chat say don't waste your ordinary don't waste your ordinary i want to talk to the ordinary people who simply see themselves as pawns, who don't realize that your potential is at hand. Don't waste your ordinary. I got this book that just came in the mail the other day, and it's just perfect timing. I was reading it this morning, and it said this in the a second chapter I was in. It's by Jack Hayford. The book is called Glory on Your House. It says, our most ordinary of circumstances often turn out to be so vastly more important than we think that we cannot afford to have them limited by anything less than God's light, light, warm, and blessing. In other words, he's saying, look, your ordinary circumstances is more important than you can ev- ever imagine. Your daily things, your daily habits, your daily steps that nobody says, <gasps> I'm going, wow, you went to work on time, wow. No, because it's ordinary. You should be on time. That's ordinary, and spirit of guilt go upon you for you who are always late in the jug-lag. And so we've been in a series, or part two of a series called "He's So Judgy." And we're talking about this, that he's so judgy, not because God is like, oh, Right? I'm mad at you, I got to do this. No, judgy meaning that he is the rescuer, he is the deliverer. And so at this moment of time, God is saying, man, I love you so much. Even though you guys are rebelling against me, even though you have that cycle of destruction, even though you keep doing the wrong things. I love you way too much to leave you alone. That I'm sending a judge. I'm sending a deliverer. I'm sending a rescuer. And so now we look at a new rescuer, and it is a woman. Arise. Let's go. Her name is Deborah. Deborah is a prophet, an amazing woman, a deliverer. And during that time, her main role as a judge was to be the wisdom of God. People would come up, lines of lines of people. They would tell her what's going on in their life, what's going on in their business, what's going on in their family. And with the wisdom of God, she would be able to help them with what they need to do. That's so good, right? It's like a a modern-day counselor, coach, strategist, but not just using systems, but using the presence and the power of God. But I love this judge, Deborah, because Deborah didn't really do anything like out of the ordinary. What she did was more, I think, more extraordinary. But if at first glance, it just looks like ordinary. Like she didn't really do anything. I even had to Google search. What did Deborah actually do? Like, like I had to search. I was like, what did she? Did she like, right? Like Ehud, right? Ehud, he, he, he got a, a knife and, and created this double-edged sword and, and, and killed the king. He went there. What did Deborah do? But the thing that Deborah did was this. She empowered other ordinary people to step into their god-given potential to do things they never thought they would be able to do and it's found in judges chapter 4 and i'm going to read it and it's going it goes like this you guys good you guys with me awesome 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 it says after ehud's death the israelites again did evil in the lord's sight come on now at first i was like again like, come on. Like, God already helped you. God already saved you. You're going to mess up again? You're going to do that again? Then I realize how many times I've done again. Has wow. anybody here ever fallen into again? Yeah. Right, right? People, some people are, don't look at pastor. Don't look at, yeah. don't look at him right now. Alam <laughs> alamnya. <laughs> so it goes here. So the Lord turned them over to the king Jabin of Hazor, a Canaanite king. The commander of his army was Sisera. Who lived in Harosh Hayogim, Sisera, who had 900 iron chariots, ruthlessly oppressed the Israelites for 20 years. Here we go again. That cycle begins again. And so now, because they forgot about God, now this king with 900 iron chariots have been oppressing them for 20 years. Then the people of Israel cried out to the Lord for help. Deborah, the wife of Lapidoth, was a prophet who was judging Israel at that time. She would sit under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim. And the Israelites would go to her for judgment, for wisdom, for counsel, for for help. What do I do? Can you give me advice? One day she sent for Barak, son of Abinoam, who lived in Kadesh in the land of Naphtali. She called to him, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel commands you. So she calls Barak, right? And she goes, call out 10,000 warriors from the tribes of Natali and Zublan at Mount Tabor. Then I will call out to Sarah, commander of Jabin's army, along with his chariots and warriors to the Kishon River. There I will give you victory over him. So he's telling them, hey, look, this guy has 1,900 chariots, would be equivalent to our modern day tanks. So think about that. Like they have a powerful weapon. Imagine 900 tanks coming at you. And so he says to Barak, Barak, I need you to get 10,000 people. And he calls them mighty warriors. But let's be real at this time of the nation, they were not warriors. They didn't even have weapons. They used sticks at this time, right? Like barely, they barely had anything. And so Barak tells her, Barak says, I will go but only if you go with me. Come on now, right? Like, sige, sige, uh, I'll go. But sama ka, ha? Right? ba? Right? din? Right? And he goes, very well, she replied. I'll go with you, but you will receive no honor in this venture, for the Lord's victory over Sisera will be at the hands of a woman. So Deborah went with Barak and Kadesh. Barak called together the tribes of Zebulun and Naphtali, and 10,000 warriors went up with him. Deborah also went with him. Now Heber, here listen to this. This is a small detail or an ordinary detail that probably will pass you by if you don't pay attention. But this is part of the sermon because we're saying don't waste the ordinary. So listen to this. Now Heber the Kenite, a descendant of Moses, brother-in-law of Hobab had moved away from the other members of his tribe and pitched his tent by the oak of Zananim near Kadesh. So just, just picture that right now. When Sisera was told that Barak, son of Abinam, had gone up to Mount Tabor, he called for all 900 of his iron chariots and all of his warriors, and they marched for Harish HaGoyim to the Kishon River. So picture that. Now the 900 tanks are coming in. 10,000 warriors like, I'm not going to go with nothing, right? And, and, and all of that. Deborah said to Barak, get ready! This is the day that the Lord will give you victory over Sisera, right? Probably in a, a higher pitch because it was Deborah, not a guy, right? For the Lord is marching ahead of you. So Barak led his 10,000 warriors down the slopes. Hoo, 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 hoo. Nah, just visual, visual, right? Sound effects. <laughs> and so he goes here uh, um, Barak attacked the, the Lord through Sisera and all his chariots and warriors into a panic. Sisera leaped down from his chariots and escaped on foot. Then Barak chased the chariots and the enemy army all the way to Harish HaGoyim, killing all of Sisera's warriors. Not a single one was left alive. So, with the 900 tanks, there was a panic that came upon them that God placed upon them. So they're like, What's going on? They're attacking each other. The warriors are coming. It is chaos. And Barak's ten thousand, they were able to defeat the army. Remember this: I was talking about chess and all of that. I need you to understand. God is the greatest chess master. Like there are times when I'm watching chess players where they do a move, but they've already got ten steps ahead of them. Like they already know a two to K ten to four ten to six ten mm-hmm, checkmate. Like I don't even know what those mean, right? <laughs> That's probably the, a real chess master. Like. It's not even what i say right <laughs> but god look 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 you might have missed an ordinary but when god moves something like a pond he already knows the 10 steps and the 10 reasons why that thing is happening you might not know the reason why you're going through something but i gotta tell you today god knows the reason he will redeem that season come on i need somebody say amen so the, the, the master comes and plays and God sets it up. So here we go. Here's the setup. Remember that, that one family that moved their tent far away? Here we go. Here's the reason why. Meanwhile, Sisera ran to the tent. So Sisera's is the king. He runs away from the battle, right? He's trying to escape. And he runs to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber, the Canaanite. Because Heber's family was on a friendly term with King Jabin of Hezer. Jael went out to meet Sarah and said, come into my tent, sir. Come in and don't be afraid. Right? I don't know why I gave her a southern bell accent. So he went into her tent and she covered him with a blanket please give me some water he said I'm thirsty because he's been running right he's been running so she gave him some milk from a leather bag and covered him in it again look 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 he wants water but she gives him some milk that milk is not fresh that milk is not satisfying I need you to know this if an enemy comes to you if the enemy is trying to tell you give me this you don't got to give what the enemy is asking for that's a side sermon on its own right so he goes here, stand at the door of the tent, he told her. If anybody comes, ask you if there's anyone here, say no. But when Sisera fell asleep from exhaustion, Jael, listen to this, here we go, it gets good right here. Jael quietly crept up to him and says, ay, tulog Right? Jael quietly crept up to him. Jael goes up and uh, with a hammer and a tent peg. A hammer in one hand and a tent peg in the other. See, Jael's main job, listen to me, guys. Jael's main job was this. She would set up the tents for, for, for her family. While the men were at war, she would set up the tents. And these tents were giant tents. Not the little camping tents, right? The glamming tents. These are like giant tents. So she took what she had. She got a hammer, she got a peg, then she, she drove the tent peg, here we go, this is in the Bible, she drove the tent peg through his temple into the ground. So with that, then he went like, right, and she's like, like, like literally, come on. Hey, the, the Bible just tells you how it is, right? Doesn't mean you should do that, but it tells you how it is. And so it's like, all of that, th- that's sound effects. Barak came looking for Sasera. Jael went out to meet him. She said, Come, I'll show you the man you are looking for. So he followed her into the tent, found Sasera lying there dead with the tent peg through his temple. So on that day, Israel saw God defeat Jabin, the Canaanite king. And from that time on, Israel became stronger and stronger against King Jabin until they finally destroyed him. Somebody say Amen. That is the word of the Lord. Deborah, a judge, a deliverer, a rescuer. Instead of her going into battle and saying, ah, charge, finding the, that, that, that guy, you know, uh, um, Cicera, and, and killing Cisera, capturing him. Instead, she releases these ordinary people. God releases these ordinary people to do extraordinary things. See, when you find yourself not seeing your potential, when you find yourself in an ordinary routine, when you find yourself having a hard time dreaming, I need you to remember a couple of things. If you are just feeling ordinary, I need you to remember this. Number one, write this down. God uses the most unlikely people. Come on now. God uses the most unlikely people. Who stood out? Was it Deborah? No, it wasn't Deborah. It was, it was Barak and Jael. God uses Jael, an ordinary person. The most unlike you would, would you think, this woman who is off on the corner. So all she's doing. <laughs> the, the sound tech, don't do that to the mic. Don't do that to the mic. Don't, please, please, Mahalyan. <laughs> I saw them like, bug, bug. She's, say <laughs> good. She, she, she's, all she's doing is on the side, but she's the one who does the final action to bring redemption, to bring freedom to the nation. You are just there saying, well, all I'm doing is I'm just working my nine to five. I'm just working at my call center. I'm just working at my business. I'm just working here. I all, we don't got that much means. I just got this small family. Or I just, li- you know, all 14 of us live in a small house and all of these things. What can I accomplish? I'm here to tell you, you are exactly where you need to be right now because you might think it's unlikely that you will accomplish great things you might think it's unlikely that god will do something amazing in your life you might think it's unlikely that that your family will change the world but i need you to know god uses the most unlikely people can i get an amen first corinthians chapter 1 verse 27 says this take a good look friends at who you were when you got called into this life I don't see many of the brightest and the best among you not many influential not many from a high society family isn't it obvious that God deliberately chose men and women that the culture overlooks and exploits and abuses chose these nobodies to expose the hollow pretensions of the somebodies saying hey look God doesn't just use people you think he'll use. Well, kasi my laki naman yung platform nila. influencers sila. Ang daming connections sila. They've got a lot of influence. they got a lot of platforms. They're famous. Look at me. Nobody knows me. Only the person that wants me to pay my utang. They're the only one who knows me. Ouch. No, no, no. Listen, listen. God uses the most unlikely people. Allow God to release through you what he put in you and I need you to know you might not see it but God put great things in you can I get an amen second thing I need you to write down is this if you feel ordinary that nothing great is going to happen second thing God hands them the most unusual weapons 900 iron chariots tanks modern day tanks here you got Barak calling out 10,000 people who were just farmers. They're just craftsmen, carpenters. They were part of a militia, but they didn't really train as an army. You got Jael who's just doing her tent thing on the side, alone. But What happens? They use what they have. Jael used what she used every single day to use it for God. The people, the 10,000 warriors, though they might have not seen themselves as warriors, they use their training of hard work every single day. Listen to me, I need you before you keep saying, well, when my finances are okay, when after I get married, after I have children, after I get promoted, after everything's in the future that you forget about moving in the present. I'm not mad, I'm just passionate what are you using every single day you might think it's not worth anything but God is saying I want to use that to change the world how am I going to change the world Nolan by changing your world first who's your world the people around you the third one is this God accomplishes through us the most unlikely results I got to go back to the weapons because you got to understand you think opportunity is your weapon can I tell you your greatest weapon is not opportunity your greatest weapon is the word of God and your prayer life it is the blood of the, of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. Can I tell you, do not pray ordinary prayers because you're not speaking to an ordinary God. I need you to step out in faith and pray those extraordinary prayers. Dream big. Dream big because you've got a bigger God. But he does accomplish through you the most unlikely results. Barack would have never thought it's going to happen. Jaël, she had no way listen to me she had she had no way to know that he was going to come there there's no way I wonder when they moved from the the main community they'll be like why did this happen why did you choose this why are we far away why did this why did I lose my job why did they get sick why did why did COVID happen why did I why am I this come on now anybody have those why questions I don't have the answer for But I do know this, God will redeem that why. Or actually, God will redeem the what that's causing you to ask why. So how do I make sense of the ordinary? How do I make sure I don't waste the ordinary? Here we go. You guys ready? Number one, listen, listen. I'm speaking to you because I'm speaking to myself. And God, God is telling me, look, look, look! Don't waste the ordinary. Don't waste 2020. Don't waste it. It's not done. Don't waste today. Listen to me. Stop scrolling. Who cares about what they ate? Who cares about what they're doing? Who cares about you know how many kills they have in in Valorant? Who cares? Stop. Stop scrolling. Stop. I know. I know. Mentally, you wanna you wanna skip. No, no, no. Stay. 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 God has a word for your ordinary here you go first thing you got to do do not waste your ordinary don't don't be afraid to ask for help yun lang pastor yun lang why are you not doing it don't be afraid to ask for help Barak says I will go but only if you go with me some people say man see he messed up he should have had faith he should have been strong. He should have just heard the word of the Lord and did it. He should have not have have that fear and said, Deborah, sam- uh-huh. uh, by, by myself. I can't do this by myself. Samara. See what happens? that Because Deborah went, the glory didn't go with him. He didn't get the glory of winning the battle. And I say to that because Barack didn't care about glory. Barak knew, I can't do this. I don't have enough strength. I don't have enough confidence. I don't care about my glory. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be on the top of the mountain. I just want us to win the battle. And so if I need you to help me, help me. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Some of you have so much battles in finances. Some of you have so much emotional battles. Some of you have so much relational battles. And whenever someone says, Kamusta ka? How are you? You keep answering, Okay naman, I'm good. Sakto lang, right? Can I ask you to stop it? And be real and say, You know what? I need help. There's nothing wrong with that. If you feel like there's something wrong with that, that's a little thing called pride the last the first person I saw who got hurt by pride is called the devil and so if you feel that I'm need i embarrassed to ask that I got to tell you that's not the voice of the Lord ask for help ask for help somebody in the chat right now say I need help come on don't be afraid type it in the chat right now I need help somebody pray for me somebody say amen Woo! Ecclesiastes 4 9 to 10 says two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If he, if either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and no one has, no one to help them up. Second one is this, don't waste the ordinary. Prepare yourself for battle. Prepare yourself for battle. He says here, Deborah says to Barak, get ready this is the day the Lord will give you victory. Get ready. This is the day the Lord will give you victory. Get ready. This is the day the Lord will give you victory. You got to understand before victory comes what happens? Preparation comes. You got to make sure you get ready to experience the victory. Don't be just waiting. I'm waiting for my too, I'm waiting for my victory. Where's my victory? But listen. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. I feel like T.D. Jakes right now get ready get ready James 2:17. in the same way faith by itself if it is not accompanied by action is dead this is the day that the Lord has made I will be glad and rejoice in it today is the day of your breakthrough today is the day come on now you might not see the ending but i'm telling you you just got to keep moving forward like the pond moving forward like the pond don't let nothing stop you and see the transformation in your life the last one is this i love this one last one is this remember hammer time remember hammer time i don't know you probably all hammer time hammer whoa you you guys know that mc hammer you guys ever MFC Hammer? I used to wear those parachute pants I love it you used to wear those you buy it Green Hills 3 for one 3 for 100 okay sermon, sermon, sermon remember Hammer Time remember Hammer Time Barack listen to me Barack almost won everything he won the battle but he didn't win the war does that make sense? he won the battle but he didn't win the war. He didn't win the war because he didn't get the main leader. In other words, he didn't get Sisera. In other words, he attacked the symptom, but he didn't get to the root. Woo! I'm speaking to somebody. Some of us here, we settle for get dealing with the symptom. We settle with, okay, I fought. Hindi na ako pagod. Hindi na ako discouraged. Hindi ako, ano ginawa mo? Nagtulog lang. I just rested. I just had a vacation. I just pray. Okay na. But we're not dealing with the sasera. We're not finishing the battle. We're not finishing the war. We gotta get the hammer. Make it hammer time. And pin it down. If something's in your tent, like Jael, don't let it stay in your tent. Don't let it stay in your mind. Don't let it stay in your heart get complete healing don't settle for the bandage don't settle for the doctor appointment get full recovery somebody say amen. amen whatever has entered you has discouraged entered you because just like Cicera once it enters it's going to demand something from you as fear entered it's demanding something from Come on now. Has bitterness entered, it's demanding something from you. As anger entered, it's demanding something from you. Stop dealing with just the battle. Get to the root and end the war. You need to end it. So to all the ordinary people out there, I'm telling you, you are not wasting your days Ordinary people out there, today you are not wasting your seconds. You are not wasting your moments. Because though it may look like ordinary, you've got an extraordinary God working in you and working through you. God is still there. God is still moving. Come on. Don't waste your ordinary. You're not upon. There's more in you. And just like Barack, if you only go, he says, if you only go with me, I can do it. Listen to me. Were you crying out to? Too many of us are crying out to the wrong thing. If you only go with me finances, if you only go with me healing, then I could do this. If you can only go with me career, then I got this. No, 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 no. It might deal with the battle, but it won't finish the war. We got to cry out like Barack, if you only go with me, my deliverer, my rescuer, my judge remember these judges were just foreshadows to the full rescuer our savior his name is Jesus and today is the day of your salvation today is the day to turn the ordinary let it be redeemed with your extraordinary God so listen I told you don't be afraid to ask for help so right now in the name of Jesus I'm asking you I'm calling you out it's time to cry out to Jesus If you've been doing things on your own, if you lost the will to dream, you you haven't lost the will to live, but you've lost the will to dream. You've lost the will to believe. You've been doing your own thing. God might be there, but he's just there when there is a need. We need God there for the whole thing. I'm going to ask you, if you want Jesus in your life, remember, I always say this, I'm not asking you to change your religion. I'm not asking to convert you. I'm just asking you to experience and encounter and surrender to the living God who loves you, died on the cross for your life so you wouldn't have to die, that you may be forgiven, live out your full potential. If that's you right now, come on now. Would you pray with me? Would you say, Jesus, surrender my life cry out to you my life is not ordinary because you are with me so be my rescuer be my deliverer be my lord be my savior in jesus name we all say amen 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 come on Hey, look, if you pray that prayer once again, get in the chat box right now. Minimize your window if you're on YouTube or on Facebook or on inspiremetro.live. Let us know. Come on, let us know you pray that prayer. Remember, don't do it alone. You got a family right there. Inspire family are going to congratulate you. They're going to pray with you. They're going to be with you. It's going to be good. Come on now. And also, if it's your first time here, don't forget we got a swag bag for you, we got a gift for you. Fill out the Next Step cards. Come on, inspiremetro.live. Fill out those Next Step cards. We would love to give you your gift. And if you're looking for your Next Step growth track, all of these things, thank you again for your generosity for all of you who have been giving. Thank you so much. And for those, again, who prayed that prayer, let us know in the chat. Say, "I, I prayed that prayer. I surrendered my life to Jesus. Hand emoji. Come on. We got a family ready for you. Don't waste the ordinary. If you feel ordinary, it's okay. It's good because we've got an extraordinary God. Love you guys. Make sure to share this. we got services throughout the whole Sunday. I know you know someone who needs this. I'll see you guys again soon. Thanks for joining us and for listening to Inspire Church Metro Podcast. Stay in the loop by checking inspiremetro.live.